James, introduce the podcast. It's your turn. Fuck that introduction shit. Oh, uh, I think this is like episode 10. Yeah. If um if the podcast sucks, blame Joe. If it's good, give me all the credit. This is Joe Borelli and James Holis, aka Joe Borelli and Snotty Drippin'. This is the Dunk Tales Pod. This is episode 10. The Celtics are beating the brakes off the Hornets right now. So uh, I think Boston's 4 0, uh, or going to be 4 0 since the All Star break. So life's good. How about you, buddy? Uh, Sixers lost two in a row. Life is, you know, life is still good because I saw Black Panther movie. So it's all good. Hey, man. How great was it? Dude, so good. But I, I keep saying this too. Like, it was really good as a superhero movie. It was even better as social commentary, and I love the shit out of it. There you go. We're not going to stay on that too much, but it's nope. a great movie. If you haven't yeah. seen it yet, go see it. And yeah. Go, go ahead, on. man. You, no, you had a topic you wanted to talk about, so just go get right into it. What? What? <laughs> I forget which topic I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about there is this debate. Is this the one you're talking about? About Rookie of the Year? Uh no, but oh. we can do that too. All right, which one? Did you, you hold, on, hold on, hold on, Did you did read, I read article? your article? Not yeah. yet. I'm sorry. I've been like. <laughs> you can't bring up a topic that I actually wrote about and you fucking didn't read it. <laughs> I've skimmed it. I skimmed it. What kind of shit is that, dude? It's it's called a guy who works for a living. And, and I actually use a lot of fucking good points and good stats, and you didn't even read them. I'm sorry. I wanted to. All right, we'll skip this. <laughs> we'll skip this. I will. I no, promise no, leave it you, all I on the show, you, though. I, leave I it on the show you, so I, I can. So all the listeners know what a piece of shit you are. Leave it in the show. <laughs> I think they already know, but I will. Pro- I promise insane. you, I will. I will read it. I have not had a second. I'm not making excuses, but I have. It's not a six a- minute read. <laughs> well, I'm a very slow reader, my friend. How do you get to work in the day? Uh, I take the train. I don't get the internet underground. It's a. F- well. You know what? Mm. So that means you don't have the pocket app, obviously, which shows you how what a nimrod you are. You're right. I do. The pocket Wait, a- app. Go the ahead. Pocket app saves any articles you want, and you can access them offline in the app. What is this witchcraft you're talking about? I don't it's know called about Pocket. This. It's free in the in the in the uh, Google Play Store, or I guess probably the Apple Store, whatever the fuck it is. And go. It's easy to fucking use. You just I don't even know. If you got to log in. Just bring Pocket up. So when you go to an article on your phone, you'll just like click up the little top part. It'll say save or share. It'll say share and you can share it to pocket and pocket downloads the article and you can read them offline. All right. Well, pocket better <laughs> give us some money for endorsing them. How's that? I'm just tripping that, you know, you were like, Oh, let's I'm talk sorry. about a topic that you wrote I'm about, but so- I'm, oh, I'm not reading that shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, All right. Let's get the show started. No, All I right. meant the, I meant the fucking billboards. Oh, the billboard. Do we know who put this up yet? I, I heard uh, it was some company in some some business in Philly that put up. All right. So uh, for those of you who don't know, and I'm sure everyone knows now, some business, I think some small owner business. Don't quote me on this because I'm not exactly sure. Put up paid to put up three or four different billboards around Cleveland advertising for LeBron James to come to the Philadelphia 76ers in the offseason. I have so many thoughts about this. First, aesthetically, the billboards were fine. They were they were nice. I mean, they were whatever. Complete the process was just kind of like lame um, and derivative and not very well thought out. But I did like the one. There was one where they just showed the players' numbers all over the court. Uh, as they showed like a, an image of the court. You've probably already seen it. They showed image of the court and then just like circles where the numbers would be like Ben Simmons. And 
and Embiid and LeBron James. It was that one was pretty cool. I'm you know I think it would it was a really insider sort of. Um, it was an esoteric billboard that if you didn't know anything about basketball, you'd have no idea what the hell was going on. So I kind of dug that. But the idea of a team doing this, or not a team, I'm sorry, the idea of a like a fan paying to do these billboards to attract a free agent, it's exactly like what happened when Boston fans were cheering for, uh, who the hell was it? Was it uh, Gordon, Gordon Hayward? Hayward. <laughs> I mean, he ultimately ended up there, so I don't know what I'm talking about, but it's still, it's kind of gross, and, and, you know, it pisses off your own players. I don't like this. It seems really thirsty, really desperate. And I mean, apparently LeBron James saw these billboards and thought they were really cool. And we could talk about that more. Um, but I don't like it, man. I don't like it at all. What do you think about them? Uh, I don't care. It's just cheesy. It's, it's, I mean, yeah. it is, it's cheesy for a fan base to be lusting after another player during the season. But as long as there's no, you know, tampering or whatever, I don't care. I, I don't want him to go to Philly. I already made that clear uh, yeah. because, like I said, I like I like the thought of that young core organically growing, and you add like some vet role players to teach him, you know, help. But yeah, not bring LeBron in to dominate the action. So, but whatever. No, I'm with you. The, the, the problem with LeBron going to Philly is exactly this. You're talking about it's, it's a guy. You you said it. You said it completely succinctly so many times. He's an apex predator vine, right? He gets in there and he. Destroys all the other plants around him, right? Yes, he will make the team better, undoubtedly. I think they would be, obviously, the favorite for the Eastern Conference Finals next year. I think they may even have enough talent with Embiid and LeBron James and and Ben Simmons on the same team to actually win a championship. Because Embiid is going to be a problem for everyone if he stays healthy. The other thing is, you don't necessarily need LeBron James. I think this team is on a path to greatness without him. And I don't want him to steal the air in Philadelphia. I just, they have such a good organic young thing going. Uh, I don't know. I, it, I don't really want LeBron James. So, I mean, let me ask you this. What is going on? All right, so this is what you guys just did, right? All right, go ahead. Uh, Philly, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm thinking about the Trevor Booker thing. Yeah, yeah. You gave up. You gave up a second round pick mm. in that trade, right? Wait, you, you cut out for a second. Sorry, I uh, no, so you gave up a second round pick in that trade. Yeah, yeah. So they, I think they gave up ultimately. What was it? Like two second rounders they got rid of to get to get rid of Julio Okafor and and Ersan Ilyasovic. Did they actually trade a second-round no. pick again? No, 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 no. They're picking up Ersan. Come on, dude. You no, I know, but last year when they Nick, traded him. Nick Stauskas. Nick Stauskas. Nick Stauskas. Right, 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 right. Sorry. I forgot about Stauskas already. What the hell? Dude? I'm terrible. Are you a Philly I'm fan? Just... Yeah, yeah. But listen, Are man, you sure? There's, there's so many So things. my point is you just threw away a second-rounder for 30 games of Trevor Booker. Exactly. Um, how do you feel about the, the, the post-Hinky era's GM job? I fucking hate Colangelo. I'm very open about this. He's okay. done nothing but make short-term, narrow-sighted moves. He's thrown away second-round picks. I think he's already gotten rid of three or four of them on this this trade for Trevor Booker to get him for three three months, two months, 30 games. He's He threw away a couple of second-round picks last year for some reason. I read this online. Spike Eskin tweeted it out. Um, go follow Spike. He's way more knowledgeable about this than I am. But... 
I don't trust Brian Colangelo at all. Hinky would never have done this. It's about stockpiling assets and, and using these things to get good pieces for the future. And and we know Brian Colangelo has a shitty track record. Look, I'm going to say this. He was in Toronto for how many years? And they never got out of the first round. And he blamed... Uh, uh, what's his face for not being a superstar? Sorry. Kyle Lowry? No, not Kyle Lowry. DeRozan? No, he went to Miami. I do this every time. Chris Bosh. <laughs> Thank you, Chris Bosh. Why can I never remember Chris Bosh's name? He blamed Chris Bosh for not being a superstar. That's why they couldn't get out of the first round. This guy sucks. I do not trust him. I do not like his method of moving forward. He's okay with scouting talent. But that's about it, man. I don't like what he's done with this team so far. He hasn't made any serious boneheaded moves yet, but I guarantee you it's coming down the pike. What do you think? Um, I, I don't like him. I, I, I think it, it's it was messed up for the for the NF, NBA to get involved, which we know they kind of intervened on the you know Philly's behalf mm-hmm. and kind of you know nudged them to get Colangelo, and he's yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not a fan of where things are going for them, so we'll see. We'll see. But I mean, as a Celtics fan, I'm 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 good because guess what? He might derail the whole the, what the process was doing. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as a as a Boston fan, you should be excited for that. <laughs> um, but that's it. I don't know, man. I, I I don't I don't like where this. You're right. I don't like where it's headed either. Kind of it really it takes the wind out of my sails a bit. I'm really I'm just really the, the stupid thing is like as a Philadelphia fan, I should be super excited about the future of this team. And every time Colangelo does something, it makes me more and more nervous for the future of this team. So, yeah, bringing LeBron James in, he, the thing is, thinking about Colangelo, he probably won't even just, like, let him sign in the, in, in the offseason. He, he'll probably end up throwing picks out the window for no fucking reason. Anyway, what do you want to talk about, buddy? You want to talk about something else? Um, Speaking of the Cavs, you want to talk about them coming back to earth a little bit? A little bit. Yeah, they've come back down to earth a little bit. I was just looking at some numbers and, and checking them out. And um, they came out the gates. They made the big trade. Everybody knows they, you know, got rid of Rose and Isaiah Thomas. And uh, who else did they trade? Uh, Shump? Didn't they get they Shump got, out of there? They got, yeah, Shump? they got rid of Shump. He's, I think he's in, um, what do you call Sacramento. it? Sacramento now. They got rid of. Um, Either way, hey, yeah. the the GM said, "Hey, we were we were basically, you know, we were like dead men walking, and um, you know, they had to make a move. They they made a good move, and they seemed like they, you know, they roared out of the out of the trade. They they dominated the Celtics. They blew out somebody else. I don't know who it was. Yeah. Um, and they're still, you know, I think they're five and two since the trade, but after the All Star break, they looked a little more mortal. They just went down to the wire with the Nets." And I'm, uh, you know, I'm looking at it. Their last, yeah, those last four games, they're they're down to like seventeenth in offensive rating, you know, they're like fourteenth in net rating, uh, and you know, these are just these are real small sample size, and they don't matter. And they got a lot of new faces, but that's right. my thing. So they're coming back down to earth, but it, it's it's not to be, you know, Cavs fans definitely shouldn't panic because the sky's not falling. Like I said, you got. Four new players in. You you've radically shifted your your roster. There's going to be some some bumps as new as guys learn and you know. But the best thing is the most important thing is LeBron's happy and he seems like he's reinvigorated. Um, he just finished his first month averaging a triple double of his career. 
which you know I, I don't I don't know what to really how do we process that does that really matter what do you think about that well I think well I can say that it, for a guy who's in his 15th season doing this now is fucking incredible he also just was the first player ever to have 30,000 points 8,000 assists and 8,000 rebounds so props to LeBron man he's if he's not the best player that ever was he's definitely in the top three um but yeah, of course, like they, they have new guys. They, they traded some guys that were on the team for a long time in Shumpert and, and uh, Channing Fry And like, you know, of course, there's going to be some bumps along the way. And like, you know, Clarkson's a nice player. He is going to get you buckets and spots. He's going to fill it up when he can. But he's also a young player and he's very inconsistent. Uh, I honestly think that having um, Larry Nance Jr. on this team is probably the best addition they made. And I'm excited to see when Kevin Love comes back, how the two of them are going to work together. Um, but yeah, they don't even have Kevin Love yet. They're, they're, there's going to be some bumps along the way, and they're going to figure it out. I still think they're they're a shoe-in for the Eastern Conference Finals. That's just me. That's uh, So you think Larry Nance Jr. Is the, 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 has been the best piece so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you think he's the most important piece? Right now? Next to LeBron or in the yeah. trade? In the trade. Yeah, I would say so, yeah. Well, yeah, I think so. Who would you say? I think Rodney Hood. See, Hood hasn't, has he done anything that's been that impressive? I, I, I don't think he has, but I think in the long run, like, he has that size, he has that uh, versatility, and sure, he's not a great defender, but I think, you know, uh, he has defensive potential. I mean, look, he played for a really good defensive you know Utah team and he played like major minutes so like, he can't be I don't think he's that horrible defensively I know he's inconsistent so uh, yeah man I definitely think that he once he gets more comfortable and, and you know let's say LeBron gets more trust in him like the other night they were um, you know they're in that battle against the lowly Nets and the Nets were right <laughs> there I think he put him ahead with a late jumper and got fouled you know like it takes guts and that's good for his confidence so we'll see he's definitely a rhythm player and his, as his confidence goes you know well, I'll say this. All the guys they picked up are definitely good pieces for the future. If they're not even like, if they're never stars, they're still really solid starters, right? And they're young and they've got a lot of room to grow and they're learning from the best in the biz. So that's not a bad thing. Like all these guys are going to improve, we would hope. Um, I don't know. I just think that the way Larry Nance Jr. plays, the way he plays above the rim and the energy that he gives on the court, I just see him as a perfect fit for LeBron. He's the kind of player that LeBron loves. He's going to give all his effort and he's going to, you know, he's He's going to be bouncing. He's going to be there when you need him. I think so. I would like to see him get some minutes with Kevin love when he comes back. I think that can be a nice, a nice pairing. Cause you can kind of switch them out at the big spots, right? You can stretch the floor then with Kevin love as usual, but Larry Nance can be there to clean up the, clean up the rim and, and put, get putbacks. And, and Larry you know. Nance has been like a, a, he's like almost like a bouncier Tristan Thompson from a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's definitely a small ball. Like, you can use him as a small ball five in spots, but go ahead. No, they've been doing it. Yeah, yeah. they've been doing it. And he's been, he's been destroying guys. So, like, it's kind of – you're paying Tristan Thompson $17 million. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, they haven't made the greatest of choices, you know. But – and there's the other reason that I don't want LeBron going to Philly because you know in Brian Colangelo, he's got a GM that will do – a whole bunch of shitty moves just to keep him happy and placated. And then, then, you know, he's going to, he's going to hamstring and, and, uh, bankrupt the future to get he LeBron. Nah. 
How much do you want to pay J.J. Reddick and Marco Bellinelli next year? Well, J.J. Reddick's not getting a $23 million contract. We if he resigns, yeah, he's not going to get it that. No, they, they don't have it. How much, to, you, wanna, how much well, you want to pay he, well, they won't, he won't get it from Philly. They would probably resign him for another three-year deal, maybe like $10, $10 million a year, which I'm not even sure if they can afford that if they're going to get a max player. I don't know. How much know. you want to give Bellinelli? Uh, let's see. I'd give him $15 million for three years. $5 million a year for Bellinelli? Yeah, yeah. I think he's worth that. I don't know that they'll sign him, though. Ursan Eliasova I would probably keep around because he's always good to come off the bench. I don't know. I like both of those guys, but they're not really difference makers. The thing is, for me, like they're now taking spots that some of their young guys that are going to be like um, the the kid that's over in Australia right now playing or the Australian kid that's in, in another league. Uh, what's his name? They drafted him, and he's kind of like a Larry Nance Jr. with a better shot. And uh, he's Ooh. been... What is his name? Oh my god! You are I can't believe- absolutely atrocious at names. I am the worst at this. <laughs> names are not my strong suit, man. Have I'm you ever podcasted person. before? No, just like once or twice. It's you know, um, I'll think of it. I'll think of it. But anyway, but they got like you know young talent that they could be growing and should be growing to keep this okay, team you know going what? forward. And what? Uh, this is not fun to talk about. We got to find something. We got to, we, yeah, we're going to lose. I'll, we're going to lose half the day. I'll cut this yeah. part out. No, you um, can leave it in there because I'm going to make fun of you about it, but still. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's not fun. All right. Um, okay. Moving on. Moving on. What else do we, we had on the fucking docket? What else I'm looking, I'm looking at the docket. So you want to talk about, about oh, Jimmy Butler's injury? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right, um, Are we gonna? No, let's not sit here and kill Tibbs about it because everyone knows that Tibbs kind of wears. Actually, down. that's. Let me give you a little tidbit here, James. Oh, so shit. everyone wants to kill Tibbs about this, right? That he plays his guys too many minutes, and he played Jimmy Butler too many minutes. And yeah, Jimmy Butler was like, in the last four years, dating back to 2014, he was like he finished seventh, second, third, and fifth, and this year he's first in, in minutes played per game. That's a lot, you know. You know how. Um, James Harden has finished in that same time span. Second. Oh, sorry. That was that was Harden. So Harden has been seventh, second, third, and fifth, and this year he's fourteenth. But whatever, he's got Chris Paul. Jimmy Butler has been. He was first this year, but he was fifth last year, fourth the year before, uh, and first in twenty fifteen, which was the first their last year under Tibbs. So I, he's still been playing a ton of minutes, and he was with he was with uh, Chicago last year, and, and he's still got a ton of minutes. I don't really think like I know everybody wants to jump on Tibbs for playing his guys too many minutes, but dude, I'll, if you're a superstar, you're gonna play too many fucking minutes. It's just the way it is. LeBron, um, LeBron James led the league at, last uh, year. Do me a favor, look at look at Steph Curry and, and Kevin Durant's minutes. Yeah, but you're talking about two guys that have also stellar stu- superstars around them. Like, they don't need to play every single minute. Jimmy Butler last year on that team was the only guy on that Bulls team. This year, he's like, he's, you know, he's the alpha dog on this team, and he just, he's insane about it. He wants to play. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think Tibbs should get the fault for this? I mean, when he, he sits out the All-Star, all right, hungover or not for the All-Star game, we're not really sure. Probably Let's say yes. Yeah, probably was hungover. Probably hungover. But yeah. then, like, he, then he even comes back after being off for a week and says, you know, they're talking about the All Star game. You know, what about exhaustion? He goes, oh yeah, we're just we have to push through this exhaustion. He, so like, he's he's tired, man. Like mm-hmm. these guys are physically beat down, and like, there's so much data in the modern NBA about not doing this to players. 
I'm not saying that he caused the injury. And like this is what I'm saying. All right, so now let's look at this. You 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 rest him a little bit, and let's say he doesn't get injured. I'm not gonna say no. I'm never gonna pontificate like it caused the injury. He is a net. His on-off rating. I'm on. I'm on Basketball Reference, okay. right? So this is not even an advanced stat. This is what gets me about people. People trip about net on-off rating. It's not even an advanced stat. It's basic math, right? And the, the team is almost 15 points per hundred possessions better when he's on the court, right? Their right. offense is the offense is six points better. The defense is eight points better with him on the court, mm-hmm. right? Almost nine points better when he's on the court. So. I mean, what does this mean for for Minnesota now? I mean, you know, he's out for four to six weeks, which means you know he's out basically for the rest of the rest of the regular season almost. Right. What does this mean for Minnesota? It is not good, man. <laughs> I can tell you one thing for certain: it is not good. Everyone's saying that like Andrew Wiggins has to take the torch and step up and play, and you know make those shots, make you know get the get the scoring going. It's Andrew Wiggins is not that guy. He in in certain spots in certain games he can fill it up, but he's not a very efficient shooter. He's a volume shooter for sure. But maybe he's doing too much, you know? I think Carl Anthony Towns is the guy you got to lean on and hope that he can step up his game to the next level. I don't know. I I'm really worried about their defense. What do you think? So what are the chances um I I think you're right. But I guess this might actually maybe help Wiggins because I think he was struggling a bit, you know, trying to figure out what his role not, is now. What? Yeah, because he wasn't. He was getting plenty of shots, right? Him and like the people make people made uh, noise about how Wiggins and Butler both took so many more shots than Carlton Towns, whatever. So he wouldn't struggle. But it's still like it's just different to shoehorn in a high usage player. And I th- yeah, I think he was, you know, he he wasn't. He didn't seem quite comfortable. So maybe, just maybe, that they kind of, uh, you know, he plays maybe a little more free, you know, because it sucks. Like people were making the people have been having these conversations about, you know, uh, you know what you started the conversation. I think you know is you know Robert Covington better than Wiggins and. Well, I didn't uh, start it, but I did love the conversation. You did love it, obviously. <laughs> and then you know, hey, where does where does Wiggins is Wiggins is he gonna, is he gonna, is he going to just tear they'll destroy this team from the cap perspective? It sucks. I like Wiggins, yeah. but he, you know, he's kind of plateaued. It seems like. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, maybe this this is what he needs. Maybe I hope so. Well, it is the, it is the thing that like the one I remember the one huge criticism of him coming out of the draft was that he doesn't have that killer instinct and he's not the guy that's gonna like impose his will on on a game. And it seems like you know Jimmy Butler came along and Andrew Wiggins totally did that. He just kind of like faded into oblivion. Oblivion, yeah. I mean, listen, he's still taking a shit ton of shots, right? What is he averaging? Twenty shots a game or something? Don't I'm terrible. No, come at this. on, dude. I'm like, he's, he's, I think him and him and Butler are getting about fifteen. Fifteen. And, All and right. And Carly Towns like fourteen or something. I don't know. It's, it's not. It's not the end of the world. Right. Maybe he needs to take a few more. It's you know he's only shooting forty four percent from the field and thirty two percent from three, which is not great, man. Um. But the the thing again that really worries me about this team without Jimmy Butler is like they they were bad with him. They, I think they were seven and eight in their last fifteen games with him. Yeah, uh, especially on defense is what I was trying to say. They were bad with him on defense. They're going to be fucking awful now. And 
I don't know. If somebody doesn't step up and lead them on, on both ends of the ball, they're going to be in trouble because they have a brutal schedule coming up too. Do you think there's a chance of them falling out of the playoffs? Oh, shit. I should have prepared for this and actually looked at the standings or something. I know. Let's take a look. God, we both suck at this. <laughs> nah, you're, the, you're the one that sucks. You're, you're I am definitely the down. worst. Here's the thing. They they actually built themselves a nice lead. They had, they're 38 and 26, and they just won two in a row. So, okay. I don't know. So, Maybe we're not so worried. Maybe we shouldn't be so worried about them. But. Uh, so, yeah, they're not going to get first, right? They're, 11, they're in third, and they're 11 games back of, of first. That's no big deal. No. And, no, you know what? Hold on. We're, we're – no, but the thing is, like they're they're eleven games ahead of first, but they're only three and a half games out of eighth, which the Clippers are now in. Is this right? Is my stats right? I feel like this is wrong. Let me update this. This is all wrong. What the hell's going on here? No, it's true. The Clippers are now in the eighth spot. Denver is now in ninth. Thirty three. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Jesus, you yeah, lose yeah, yeah. one game. <laughs> so so um well yeah this is the thing three and a half games separate Minnesota and the ninth place Denver Nuggets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and uh, Utah, Utah's falling a little further back. Utah's five and a half games behind Minnesota, but like that's three and a half games separate one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams. Yeah. So it's a possibility they hit a little. They hit a little losing streak. You know, they they gotta they they gotta handle their business. And dude, their upcoming schedule. They did they just play Golden State or are they playing? Hold on. Their upcoming schedules. It's going to people Why do people listen to us? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm sorry. I'm totally unprepared. They have Golden State, Boston, Washington, Utah, Portland, San Antonio, the Clippers, Philly, and Houston all coming I hope, this month. I hope they miss the playoffs. You hope they do? That would yeah. be horrible. Can you imagine? No. You know why? Because Timberwolves fans became some arrogant pricks pretty quick. <laughs> well, I'm gonna hope that they, I'm gonna still hope that they make it because that would be awful, dude. I think they've missed 14 seasons in a row, or 14 years in a row of the playoffs. It's that's a horrible draft to go through. No one should have to live through that. So basically, what I'm saying, Timberwolves fans, is if they don't make it, you should all just jump off a bridge. I'm kidding. Don't don't do that. That was mean. <laughs> um, what else? What else do you want to talk about, James? Since we're floundering, here? I don't know. What else? This is. This show is the worst. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm letting you down, I know. No, just in, we're two bad people. Um, <laughs> it's Unibrow is in the MVP race. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah. Um, so, <sighs> Anthony Davis. All right, let's talk about that. Where do you rank him right now? Fifth. In the MVP? No, no, no. no, no. Just in the, in the NBA. In the NBA? As pro- let's see. I would go Skip LeBron. Bayless. Skip Bayless had the nerve to call him the most over- overrated player in the NBA. And you know if Skip says it, it's not true. So like he it's, immediately he immediately went on this great tear. Yeah, it's the opposite of whatever Skip Bayless. Is. Exactly. Let's see. So I would. All right. So let's list players that we would put above him. LeBron James. Yes. Yes. Kevin Durant. Yes. Yes. Steph Curry. Yes. Yes. Um, Kawhi Leonard. But Kawhi's not playing. Should we even count him in this conversation? Uh, we cannot count him. We, 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 he's played All right, so let's what, not ca- seven let's, games this year. Yeah, nine. Nine he's games. Nine games. All right, so Kawhi is out of it here for right now. So that's number four. Would you put Joel Embiid? No, I'd take him over Joel. All right, that's fair. That's a fair. That's a fair assessment. Um. Uh, how about Harden? Would you put Harden in top five? Uh, this season it's hard not to. Yeah. 
You, you know, and then yeah, but then like look at what they're both. Do- all right, so Harden gets it for consistency. He's been doing it all season, but you know what? I mean, the, the guy, as, as people act like Anthony Davis was a slouch before now, you know what I mean? No, no great. of course he's been great. He's Westbrook. been great all year, and now your boy. Uh, honestly, right now I'd put him ahead of Westbrook. Oh man, really? I, got, I mean, let's be honest, man. West, yeah. I love Russ. I love it, but he's he he had a nice stretch after those first like maybe. You know, there's 20 games stretch. They looked rough. He looked really. He looked like an MVP candidate probably for about 30 games. Two but uh, he, a little bit. No, 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 no. You can say what you want. I, I, I got the numbers to back that up. Okay, okay. You know, he struggled. He they all struggled through that eight and 12 record to start. Russ went nuts and looked great. And you know, then he twisted that ankle. And since he came back, he's been you know he's been a little subpar. Um. So, so then we have Anthony Davis right now is the fifth best player in the league. I, yeah, I put I, we put him top five. All right, top five. So, where do you think he is in the MVP race? He's been putting up insane numbers. The month of February, I think his average was like what 38, 38 and fourteen with like four assists or something like this. Some ridiculous shit like that. It's crazy. And he had a couple of fifty point games this this month. I mean, he just had the first was it fifty plus fifteen rebound five block game or something the other day. Like it's nuts. It's nuts. I. Do you think he's actually in the conversation for MVP? I mean, you have to put him in there. He, he's actually carrying this team. Um, but again, it's, it might be a little like too little, too late. You know, let's see. Yeah. I guess let's see what they finish up. Uh, you know, I don't think they're gonna where they at now in the standings. What's going I on? honestly don't think that any. They're right now. They're six. They're thirty-four and twenty-six. I honestly don't think anybody's taking it from James Harden. And James yeah. Harden's been insane. He's been incredible this season. So you got to give him props. I. It's always a what have you done for me lately league. I mean, we know this to be true, because we have very short memories, especially me. Um, and it's fun to see a guy come in and do the things that Anthony Davis has been doing. Lately, it's like, how can you not consider him? But don't don't also forget that we thought at the beginning of the season that uh, Giannis was having an all uh, like an MVP type season. But and he is. Chris Tapps was having an MVP type season. Well, right? yeah, well, hold on. Giannis actually is. He still is. The numbers are still there. But like you said, it is very much what have you done for me lately. And so because yeah. the team, they're not, uh, they, they were a nice little nine and three three stretch i think since uh they fired kid but i think like now i think they've lost a couple yeah so they're coming back yeah, down to earth not, a little bit yeah it's not great so no, but um i yeah. would still keep Giannis in the top five in mvp voting for sure he's been he's been a revelation this season it's been amazing to watch him play but you know i'm just the the point was it was just to illustrate that like these things have been flowing and as far as the mvp race goes i think harden's been the most consistent you know consistently amazing player this year Listen, and it, even it, it, it you actually said it it's very muchly uh it's very muchly what have you done for me lately yeah because i think like we said westbrook kind of closed the season really strong last year and, and cemented himself um even if harden was probably better than him early in the year you know what i mean and people totally. you know, it, it, it is what it is that's how it is that's human nature recency bias happens yeah, recency funny, bias is exactly what it is. Me and Matt Moore had a big con- like not a big conversation, but we kind of discussed that. And he was like, "No, and like for when he does it, he like he come he combs through and he like goes through all this game footage, and that's cool. But that's not what the average voter does. I think you know what I mean? Yeah, like you know, he dug down into the numbers and like I think he kind of, I think he probably kind of overdoes it. And he says it himself, like I, I overthink this. But yeah, and and I said 
Westbrook playing well late is going to count more than Harden being great in December. And he's right. like, well, it sh-, he's like, well, it shouldn't. It's a year long award. I said, that's just how it is. You can say what you what it should or shouldn't do, but like the last like it's like if we're listening to a bunch of songs like here's my ten best my these ten songs you got to give two of them an award, and you listen to ten of them you're probably you know sure unless one really stands out though like the latest ones you listen to are gonna be fresher in your mind. Yeah, I mean exactly, absolutely. You know it's the exact same it's the exact same conversation as you know, the rookie of the year award. I, I don't want to get into it because I didn't read your article. I'm sorry. Everyone go check out, <laughs> go check out James's, uh, article on, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Real ball insider. Anyway. Um, but yeah, it's recency bias. Like Ben Simmons has been am- amazing the entire season, but because his points have dipped a little bit lately and Donovan Mitchell has been scoring like, you know, gangbusters. I don't even know what the fuck that means, but <laughs> He's like, everybody's like, oh, Donovan Mitchell should get the rookie of the year award. I'm like, eh, yeah, go back and check it out. Um, maybe not the case. James, what else do you want to talk about? I don't know. What else do we have to talk about? I don't know. We're I, doing sent you a damn, I sent you a rundown. What, what I know. I'm looking about? at it. I'm looking at it. We covered Jimmy Butler. We covered the Cavs back to earth. Uh, billboards for LeBron. Uh, the MVP race All I'm for- saying is this is going to be the worst show ever. So let's. do we have Twitter questions? I do have Twitter quick, but like three of them. We we put it out too late. Do you want to talk real quick about the? the I want to say this that Kyrie Irving since the All Star break, including tonight, is averaging twenty seven points, shooting almost fifty four percent from the floor, fifty two percent from three, and is averaging six rebounds, six assists a game, with a steal. So, is he in the MVP conversation too? No, he is not. No, he is not. (laughs) What's their record since the All Star break? Uh, four and zero. Before and after tonight. Damn. Yeah, they're gonna be tough. You know, I I was talking to um, Fast Break Breakfast. I why why am I saying Fast Break Breakfast? Keith. I was talking to Keith from Fast Break Breakfast this week on the Super Flight, and we were talking a little bit about, you know, who I would want to see the Sixers match up against in the playoffs. And I mentioned I don't want to see them play Boston because Boston. You and I talked about this earlier in the season. They had this committee, this defense by committee that really knows how to stifle and bead. That's the way you got to attack him, and I don't think that would be a good series. See, I think I, I actually think kind of the opposite. I think that if there's a team I don't want to see in the playoffs, it's Philly in the first round because we're going to get long minutes of Embiid and Simmons. They're really like I think we're on the court together. They probably have some outrageous net rating. Um, they're one of the best defensive squads, and then you put out Simmons, Rocco, Embiid, and like. You know JJ Redick, and you know you don't forget go, Dario. But no, I was gonna say you can go. This is no, this line. This is what I call the their death lineup. You know Dario's awesome. He is, mm-hmm. but Simic, Simmons, uh, Redick, Embiid, and uh, and Bellinelli. So you got you got three shooters. One of them a long defender, and then you know that's so much space for Ben Simmons and Embiid to operate. You know, you want to you want to swap out Bellinelli with Dario? You can do that too because Dario, the fuck, he's a killer. So um, that's just, yeah, that that's that's scary. Well, yeah, and it doesn't bode well for a team that's already struggling on the offensive end for your for the Celtics. That is, so if you're getting out and getting points on them, I don't know. I still just think that like Kyrie Kyrie Irving is a killer. He's an absolute killer when the when the games matter. So that always worries me. They have a lot more experience in the playoffs. So I don't know, man. I, I think if I had to pick a team for Philly to play in the playoffs, it would 
probably be Miami, but that's not going to happen. So, <laughs> so whoever they get will be fun. I'd pick. I mean, you, you should. Well, hold on. Who do, who do you? As wait, a wait, wait, hold on. Where's Philly you? at right now? You guys are. Are you guys like seven or eight? You guys are kind of. The it bottom looks there. like six because even though they dropped two games in a row, everybody else lost too. Like Indiana, I think just dropped a game. And Milwaukee just lost, and Miami just lost. So even oh, yeah, though Miami yeah, yeah. just bought up, beat them, or last, lost yeah. last night, yeah. Even though you're, ti- you're tied with Milwaukee. Six. You're basically tied with Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee's losing again tonight, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, six. And again, though, like just almost like the West, we got two and a half games separating five through eight. Yeah. You know, so it's it's going to it's going to jump around there a little bit, so. Yeah, it's coming down to like every single game matters. It's it's incredible. They're like two games out of third place, but they're also one game up out of eighth. So, it's yeah. you know, there's going to be some movement. This is this is the best part of the season too where like every single game matters. You know what? Let's talk real quick about speaking of we can go the opposite way about the the tanking teams. There are a number of really really crappy teams. Like Atlanta, Orlando, um Phoenix, Sacramento and Memphis and Dallas all have like 19 and 18 wins. Mm-hmm. And there's there's this whole like crazy race to the bottom. I was listening to Open Floor again um this week and Andrew Sharp mentioned something about how like what would they do to fix the lottery how they don't want to stop they want to stop tanking but it's not possible. Yada yada. He mentioned having a worst of the league playoffs. Like have the worst teams, the ones that don't make the playoffs have a tournament have a like a, a single game tournament to get to see who gets the number one seed that would kind of eliminate tanking don't you think oh that's stupid i don't like that it's also stupid but it's like i, I hate the idea of having a we talked about this last game or last game last episode about having a, a one game plan that sucks man like don't punish the teams that have been working really hard to get in there like you're telling me right now that milwaukee if they had to play charlotte charlotte's on a on a tear right now and if they played Milwaukee, they could potentially beat them. Charlotte could be in the playoffs with a really shitty 24 and 38 record and Milwaukee would be out. It's just a dumb concept. I don't I I I know these people are, are meaning well when they come up with all these different concepts to try to ban tanking, but I think it's so over overwrought. I'm so tired of the hand ringing about it. I hated it when people did it for Philly. I hate I, I just hate it. It's just people get on their moral high horse about tanking and I'm like, just shut up. Because guess what's gonna happen? The draft's gonna happen, playoffs gonna start, and nobody's gonna give a damn again. And then next yeah. year there'll be bad teams. You're gonna whine about it some more. Integrity of the game and undermine it. Somebody was like, Oh, they're undermining the NBA. Like, shut up. But did you see that that uh David Silver or just came out and said like something about the integrity of the the competition of the playoffs court is something's bullshit. I don't know. He's just talking about the integrity of the game and like having teams not tank. Uh, like, come on, man, this is always going to happen. Stop fooling yourself. Just be honest about it. Just like they tank. This is this is the, this is what the whole system is set up to do. Yeah, is to and make I think the this, worst team they better. are. They're trying to now put a kibosh on that because it, it I mean it kind of has gone a little bit far like when like when like almost a third of the teams in the league are going to start actually trying to lose that's kind of it's kind of bad right but the I, whole I reason it. this is happening it's an anomaly is because they're because they've changed the rules you no. just incentivized this last year of this this lottery to well, mean more than it will next year so my problem with it is that like you're not addressing the real problem which uh, there are some 
You know, shitty owners and shitty GMs. Yes, yeah. yes, that's it. Like the Suns have been quote unquote trying, but they're just they're they're not doing it. You know, and they they have been doing it for years. I don't, the Suns don't come into the season looking to tank; they're just bad. Same thing with the Magic. Yeah, Magic. The Magic so and- yeah, so there's teams like the, the Knicks. There's teams that just keep can't get out of their own way. Yep. You know, so so what are you going to do about that? And we also forget that like. There has to be losers, man. There has to be. There would not be a winner. But, like, it happens. It sucks when you're stuck with a team that sucks and they don't know what they're doing and they have no no direction, which is the worst thing. Like, it's okay to be bad like Philly was, but they had a direction. They were trying to improve, and they took ultimate advantage of the system. But when you have a team that you're following that has – they're like a rudderless ship like the Magic, that sucks. Like, no matter what they do – because they're horribly managed, yeah. And how are you going to get rid of that? How is de-incentivizing tanking going to? Like, it's the only opportunity they have. They're not going to get anybody there in free agency. Nobody wants to go there. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's one of those things that's always going to be divisive. And you know, the same people who say if you're not cheating, you're not trying. Barry Bonds deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. So what he did, you know, I would have done it too if I were him. But then mm-hmm. they cry about tanking. So whatever, dude. I don't care. You know who does this stuff? It's all right-wing Republicans. Just telling you. <laughs> so. You want to take some Twitter questions? Uh, yeah, let's do what we got here. All right, let's see. I let's see. I had a good one. Um, there were questions from people. Thank you, people, for sending Did, questions. This is the worst. I'm, I'm getting. Why do you not have these queued up? We said tr- we're gonna do this. I know. I'm sorry. Listen, I can cut this out. It doesn't have to be. Uh, I just want to know why you don't have them queued up already. Why do you hate me so much? <laughs> I don't know, James. I really don't know. I can't find them. Help me out, oh man. Don't gosh. you? Don't you save these? I saw you favorite him. Why are you? Don't... <sighs> hey, listeners, I'm so sorry that you have to listen to him. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm the worst. I'm the worst. I really have to cut this shit out. This is insane. Why can I not find these? I watched you favorite them today. All right. I need to learn how to use technology, James. That's the problem. I'm getting old. My brain no longer works. Ah, Joe, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> You know what? I don't think we got any good ones. I, I honestly can't find it. Uh, Why are you like this? I don't know, because I'm dumb. All right, let's skip the Twitter questions for tonight. We're already at 40 minutes. It doesn't matter. I'll cut That's all this shit out. Let's it's cut enough. all this it's shit enough. out. All right, I'm cutting all this shit out. Joe. Yes. You suck. Uh, you. you can find me at Snotty Drippin and on B-Ball Breakdown, Revolve Insiders, and the Dunk Dunk Podcast, which is this. You can find Joe Borelli on his Superflight Pod. Wait, the, this is not the Dunk Dunk Podcast. This is Dunk oh, Tales. Yeah. yeah, this one's done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> no, see, that's gold. That I'm leaving in. But you're if welcome, you leave that in, I'm going to kill you. I, I don't care. <laughs> Uh, you can find me at Joe Borelli and uh, on Twitter and, and here at Dunktails Pod. The problem yeah. is I gotta go take a dump and my stomach was bothering me. All right, see that that's 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 good stuff. That's good stuff. No, it's not. <laughs> Talking about my fecal matter is not good stuff for radio. That's this the is not best good radio. Stuff. We're not even on radio. We're on podcast. This is the best stuff. What right do here. you think about the fucking? Have you heard the the legend of that? They say that Paul Pierce that when he uh you know the the wheelchair game. Have you heard the the that he, the reason was he had to take a shit? Yeah, that he shit himself. Real, he no, shit himself. Yeah, no, that he, he shit himself. Yes, I be, I I have heard that, 
And I choose to believe it's true because it is fucking hilarious. That's crazy. What do you? I, I mean, think, do you think it's true? No, nah, I think we would have seen some chocolate drops or something. If that was the case. I don't think we'd. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's a good place to end the show. I think. All right. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>